You're listening to season one of By Shawnita, Natural Sisters novella, My Crown and Glory, chapter three. My eyes popped open 10 minutes before my alarm buzzed. Meeting Janie Collins kept my stomach in knots all night. The fellowship selection letter waited for me when I returned home from Lithonia. The first point of business for me would be to make sure my stylist is on board and trained to care for my hair while transitioning to natural. Portia almost believed the brave front I put up on the ride to Lithonia. Listening to the women at the event relaxed me enough to make a decision. Telling my parents and Wilson seemed to be the only things left before I could start my quote-unquote natural journey. A fit of laughter overtook me for about five minutes as I imagined how my dad would react. Straight-laced, Mr. Lynx walking down the street with his two strands twisted or twist out pulled into a mohawk-haired daughter. Images of the women from church launched me into a full belly laugh. No one in our small community rocked the boat much. The elders and deacons staged a quasi-intervention when one of their sons who played music for the church decided to tie to dye his hair brown on the tips. He didn't last more than two months before he shaved his hair off. As soon as the gig in Nashville opened up, he moved. Unable to justify lying in the bed any longer, I dressed in my best slacks and button-down blouse. My mother picked both of them out for me after she saw the Sienna business suit and plum blouse I picked up at a local consignment boutique. You need something subtle too, sweetie. You want to make a good impression, not stand out. The sigh I'd held then escaped as I looked at myself in the mirror. She made standing out sound like something dangerous. It reminded me of how sheltered my friends considered my childhood. My reflection in the mirror smiled. Every hair in place, shirt perched on top of my slacks at the right spot with just a hint of my true style in my four-inch platform honey brown loafers. A girl had to be herself somewhere in her wardrobe. Miss Collins looked the same as last time, if not a little more frazzled. Something about her countenance seemed harried, no, overwhelmed. Good afternoon, Miss Lynx. Don't you look efficient? Miss Collins extended her hand. Cold hands, warm heart. Warm hands, sharp mind. Damp hands meant what? My mom picked it up. Yes, practical Phyllis. Miss Collins chuckled at an inside joke between her and my absent mother. Well, I'm sure you're a stellar sequel to your mother, the blockbuster. No one knew this because we didn't get the okay until after the interviews ended, but the fellowship has been funded for two more years beyond the initial time discussed. The air in the room felt electric. A job after graduation making full salary would be a weight off my mind. Master's degrees weren't cheap, and while my parents covered my living expenses, I was anxious to get off their payroll and support myself. Without my scholarships and part-time job at the church, my graduate studies wouldn't have happened. That is awesome, 
Miss Collins nodded with the energy of a toy dog. My expectations are very high of you, not just because you're a legacy, but because you expressed succinct ambitions and goals for your career in community health advocacy. I'm looking forward to starting our work together. Gulp. Could she hear how loud I gulped? I hope not because it sounded like a sonic boom in my head. Practical Phyllis wasn't thinking about chopping all of her hair off in six to 12 months. Miss Collins seemed happy to believe I followed in my predictable mother's footsteps. Well, I inherited my father's love of helping people help themselves. Very good, Anissa. Very good. You start two Mondays after graduation. Your parents invited, Phyllis rather, invited me to your party. I haven't responded yet. I hope that is okay with you. Hell no. Heck no. Arg. I couldn't wait to get my hands on that middle-aged woman. Practical or not, I wanted to pinch my mother for half a second. No sane college graduate wanted to do the stanky leg with her future boss around. A late nightclub hop with the girls had to be scheduled after the second graduation party my mother hijacked. Of course, the more the merrier. Your mother tells me you didn't pledge undergraduate or graduate chapter, but when I called you legacy, you didn't flinch. What can I say to convince you to don the pumpkin and teal? I spent the next 10 minutes forcing my eyes not to cross or roll into the back of my head. This woman could not believe she'd convince me in one sitting to join the illustrious ranks of the Sis Phi Sis Sisterhood when my mother failed after 24 years. Persistence is necessary to be a successful community health advocate. Check. Lesson learned. Next, find a way to end this conversation and get on with the rest of my day. There is no need to look at a burger in wax paper wrapper when you have filet mignon at home. Snuggled in Wilson's chest, wrapped in his arms, felt like the best place for me on a Saturday evening. The smile on my lips faded as he fingered the ends of my hair. His chin rested on the top of my head after he sniffed my hair. My grip on his arms tightened and relaxed as I took a deep breath. Honey, we need to talk. Too melodramatic. Anytime I used those words before, it was to break up or something else negative. You know, I've been thinking about... That would be a lie. Thinking about going natural stopped after the workshop in Atlanta. No, I'd decided to let my negrette keep growing without chemical alteration. Mm, Too clinical. Hey, babe, did you hear me? Wilson gave me a little squeeze. No, what? Uh Uh-oh. My heart beat like a bass drum in my chest. Never mind. You got a lot on your mind with graduation coming, huh? Wilson kissed the top of my head. Nothing to worry about. Graduation felt like a cakewalk compared to the anxiety attached to telling my boyfriend and parents about a decision about my hair. A new commercial for Marshalls with the model sporting a cute, windblown, curly fro felt like the perfect segue into my hair discussion. 
That model is too cute. The one in the yellow pants hair is really cute. Wilson's chest tensed up. Um, I guess. You know me, I'm a slacks and polo shirt guy. I'll leave the fashion to you, babe. Don't you love her hair, though? I mean, it looks cute, and I bet she can do a lot of hot styles with it, too. Straight, curly, wet, twisted. What do you think? I tried to get comfortable against his chest, but his body remained rigid. I'm sure she does. She is a very pretty lady. Not anywhere near as fine as you, of course. Wilson allowed his shoulders to relax. I'm sure I could pull that look off. The women at the hair show in Atlanta were rocking some fire styles. Think I'll lay off the relaxers for a while and see what happens. My eyes couldn't see over the top of my head. I could only imagine the panic stitched into his brow. He cleared his throat almost four times. That's, that sounds good. You know I think you're beautiful no matter how you wear your hair, Nissa. I sat up and turned around to make eye contact. I hope you mean that, but even if you don't, I'm going natural. Portia and I have hair appointments and I'm going to let Peaches know how I want her to style it. It's going to be the bomb. You'll see. Wilson started to sweat as if I held a gun on him. That is a great idea. Peaches is the perfect person to talk about doing that to your hair. She is a professional after all. Beads of sweat popped up on his brow after he wiped his brow dry with handkerchief. He pulled me back into his arms. It felt stiff and forced. His mouth said all the right words, but if he sweated any harder, I'd have to get a bath towel. One Neanderthal down and two to go. If Wilson could live through it, my parents would have to deal with it too. When you going to talk to Peaches? He adjusted his body to find a comfortable spot again. Not sure. It'll be soon though. By the look in his eye, I think he hoped she would change my mind. <laughs> Babies used to be a weakness. Not because I want one, because they are so freaking snuggly. Don't bother me with they don't cost snuggly. Their sweet smelling necks and toothless grins captured my heart. No need to point out the obvious responsibility they brought with them. I'm young, not dumb. Ebony is to be blamed for this problem. My goddaughter is the cutest thing I've ever seen, despite my bias. So you're really not going to get your roots touched up anymore? Who's going to go in with me on two for one Thursdays? Come on, Anissa. This is the same thing you did junior year of high school when you decided to wear purple every day of the year because you were royalty. Ebony's eyes and neck rolled. Don't give me grief. Help me find a stylist who does transitions and natural hair in making instead of bumping your gums about saving $15. As much as you save on everything else, you can afford it. The urge to suck my teeth gnawed at my tongue so hard, I almost bit it to stop myself. Gone with that guy, mommy. Brianna is not cheap. You've seen the bills I have to pay. Her daddy helps, but that little child support doesn't even put a dent into her expenses. Things keep going like this, and I'm going to start a hood couponer blog so I can get some of that online money. These bras making money hand over fist. Ebony fingered her cherry red bangs. You know every hairstylist and they brother in town. Help me find someone to transition my hair. I rode Ebony's daughter on my knees like a horse. 
Wilson is going to hate me even more for taking money out of his cousin mouth. More money. She already don't half like you. Leaving her is going to delay all those grand marriage plans floating through your mind. Ebony shook her head. Please, she doesn't like you because you only come to see her for two for one Thursday. That is not keeping her in business. She is talking about ending the program anyway. My shrug felt heavier than I liked. Wilson's cousin is cool, but my hair won't come between us if we're as cool as she made it seem. Last time someone came in asking her about it, she talked the girl into getting a texturizer, which is nothing but a relaxer you rinse out early. Don't knock my hustle. You had better hope Peaches is kind, because if not, you could be doing the big chop involuntarily. Hairstylist revenge is a mofo for you. Ebony laughed as she walked into Brianna's room. I'm not scared of peaches. My parents moved to the suburbs. That ain't where they from. We contretto. And I still know how to check a chick when I gotta. <laughs> the funny face I made at my god baby betrayed the around the bin thug girl persona I attempted to convince Ebony resided under my magna cum laude brain. This from the chick who graduated in the top 5% of her master's program Girl, please, you aren't go hard. The only thing you go hard on is some research. Her cackle smacked me in the back of my head. You just better hope I find someone and it doesn't get back to her before I do. Or you and Wilson may have a problem on your hands. Please, I can handle Wilson. A smell of salt to my nose akin to something I found in the biology refrigerator. Did you make a stinky? Ninny's princess. Ebony, why this little girl poop like a grown woman? You changed her diapers. That smell wasn't going to get any better. Ebony sauntered back into the room and motioned for her daughter to go to the bathroom. You better start handling Wilson like a grown man if you want to keep him with all the changes you're about to put him through. Chastity is only cute at our, our age as a name. Back to her favorite target, my sex life or abstinent life to be accurate. My bedroom business is just fine. You just help me find someone to do my hair in the event Peaches is still stuck in the last decade and not willing to help me transition to natural. All right, I'll look around, but no one is going to believe I'm going natural, so you better go see her soon. My weave collection is envied in three counties. Can't let you ruin my rep. Ebony stuck her tongue out at me. Plenty of girls who are natural wear wigs and weaves. My tongue flashed back at her. You need to do like that chick on the Braxton said and get your life. This is how I know you ain't authentic contretto. You don't even say it right. Let me go check on this girl and make sure she hasn't stuffed the commode with toilet tissue again. Ride me over to her daddy house, then I'm all in for the weekend. Ebony shook her head as she left the room. My street cred may have diminished or never existed. But that didn't mean I wasn't going through with my plan to transition my hair to natural. You'd think I was about to declare a civil war or join a cult. Nothing excited me about my current hair options. So I changed them. No big deal. Right? I hope you enjoyed My Crowning Glory, Chapter 3, written and read by Shawnita. Subscribe to hear chapter four next week, Wednesday.